Welcome to the Fresh Nest podcast, where we talk all things freshening your nest, from decluttering to design, decor and home styling. I'm Hannah Bullivant, an interior designer, interior stylist and content creator, and I teach folk to declutter, design and decorate their home from a place of self-knowing. Welcome to another episode. Today's is in response to another listener question. This one was about where to find inspiration. And I knew immediately that I wanted to do a podcast episode about this because I have so much to say about it. And the first thing is that it is a minefield out there. We are bombarded with advertising and aspirational interiors imagery. Traditionally, we've got things like magazines and ads and billboards. But of course, as of the last 10 years, we now have Pinterest, Instagram and TikTok, and they are 24-7, literally in our faces for a frightening number of hours every single day. So if you just think about how much material that we are consciously and subconsciously consuming in that time, it can be completely overwhelming. And it makes it really difficult to find your own creative voice in the midst of all of that noise. And I help people through this process a lot. And the main answer to this is you. It's about getting really clear on your own style and values, your own identity, getting to know yourself really well. So in my Freshness e-course, we've got like two whole modules on this. We write a style manifesto, which is like about our style and values. And that's a really helpful tool. If that feels like it might be useful for you, it's something to explore. One of the other exercises we do that I'm going to share with you all is a red thread exercise. This is about looking at all of the homes and interior spaces that you have loved since you were a child. So it's going back through thinking about the first interior space that you fell in love with, whether this was a grandparent's house, a best friend's house, your own, a shop you went to, a cinema, whatever it was. And then thinking when you were an older child, a teenager, a young adult, uh, mid midlife, and then however old you are now. And just making a note of all of the spaces that you have always loved. And it's not necessarily based on how things look it's how you felt in them as well and I'm going to help you a bit more about that in a minute you might have on your list grandmother's house your a best friend's house when you were at school a gallery that you saw you might have as you get a bit older a home you saw on the internet or a magazine it might be a hotel you've stayed in a restaurant you've been to and think about what it was that you loved about all of those spaces. You might have loved your grandma's house because of how it felt, because of how you felt it within it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to copy what your grandma did in her house, but it's about thinking about what were the elements in your grandma's house that made it feel so lovely. For me, one of the houses I loved when I was a teenager was my best friend's house. It was the polar opposite to my new build home. It was full of art and pets and I I just fell in love with it. I felt very at home there. Although I don't want to copy the exact things that were in that home, it, was, it had quite a lot of stuff in it and I actually have found that I prefer a more minimal living environment. But I've always 
been inspired by lots of art on the walls because of my experience in my best friend's home. And that tracks throughout my life. I'm always really drawn to um, homes with loads of art and textiles and soft textures in them. How about you? What are your red threads? What are the colours and the textures, the styles, the objects, the shapes and the style of the spaces that you have loved throughout your life. This is the beginnings of you finding out what your really core true style is. Part of finding your own creative voice might include shutting off some of the other creative noise while you do this figuring out process. Having a break from Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that you are receiving most of your interiors inspiration and instead spending some time journaling about your favorite homes since you were a kid or just some of the elements and patterns and colors that you have always felt drawn to and this is it's just a, a really valuable bit of work and it will save you a lot of heartache and potentially a lot of money as well in mistakes and decor disasters down the line if you can make friends with this version of your style that has actually always been a part of your life since you were a child. So if you are somebody who gets very overwhelmed by decisions, if you struggle to know what you like, if you struggle to know what your style is, then I really recommend shutting off some of the other creative noise and spending some time doing the red thread exercise. As an interior designer and interior stylist, I do get a lot of inspiration from TikTok, Pinterest and Instagram and I save it. So I'm on Instagram the most. I use the save feature all the time and I do save into individual folders. So food ideas, living room, whatever. And that's great. But I also really recommend looking outside of the traditional interiors box. Art director Africa Daily Clark did a masterclass for students in my Fresh Nest e-course all about finding your style. And one of the things that she recommended that I absolutely loved that I am always now repeating to students in the course was to look outside the box. She talked about how she will take photos of tiles in public toilets or the, the fabric on a bus seat, the brickwork that she comes across on a random street or colours in a poster. And she uses them as the basis of her interior schemes. And I just think that's such a brilliant way to look at coming up with a scheme or find, you know, finding some colours for your home. I do something very similar when I am out walking, when I am visiting friends, whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm always taking pictures of colours and textures that I love. It's often decay, actually, that I'm really drawn to, but I really love like rusting metals or aging stonework, things like that. And often the, the colours that occur there are very, very interesting and beautiful. I also love the colours that are found in nature, whether that is inspiration taken from a landscape, close up of tree bark or a flower petal. I have always been incredibly inspired by the seasons as well and some of the colours that you can find in the season and I will often draw from the seasons when I'm designing. I also really love getting my inspiration from the art world as well. I studied art design and English at university and love art 
and think that you can get a lot of inspiration on colour alone by just immersing yourself into some art books. Even if you can't get to a gallery, just taking some art books out of the library and spending some time flicking through them, as well as going into the gallery and experiencing the art in person. I just wanted to give a practical tip on how to actually extract colours from a photo that you've taken of natural scene, scene in nature or an art piece. My favourite tool to do this is the adobe.color website with the American spelling of colour. It's free to use. I use it all the time. And they have a couple of really amazing tools on the website. One is called Extract Theme and one is called Extract Gradient. Extract Theme is a little bit more straightforward. You simply upload your photo and then on Extract Theme, it will bring up the colours in each of the photos and it'll give you a dark colour scheme, a light, a neutral colour scheme, all based on that photo. In the extract gradient tool, you can manually move things around to pull together a colour palette based on the photo that you've uploaded. It's just a really helpful trick. Some of my other favourite places to seek inspiration are in the world of fashion. Similar to the art world, the fashion and interiors world, I think, are just good friends. <laughs> I will often use imagery from the world of fashion in my interior schemes. And I think there is a lot of inspiration to be found in catwalks, in photo shoots, set design, in shop design. And you're looking for colours, the textures, the shapes and the feelings that are evoked. But when all of those things are combined together in different ways, you can apply all of that to an interior scheme. next tip is something that you probably all do already and that is looking at the interiors that you see in films and tv shows. I know I can't be the only one who fell in love with the interiors in Mad Men but I also love the interiors in Roseanne and the Gilmore Girls. Sex and the City was a big one for me. I really really love the interiors in Sex and the City. Friends, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then more recently Bridgerton. So there's loads and loads of inspiration out there across the TV shows that you watch. The next one is travel, which I'm linking in with history a little bit because travel doesn't necessarily mean exotic holidays abroad. This might mean visiting a local house or gardens for inspiration there. And I really like especially visiting historic houses and looking at some of the craftsmanship, the colours, the textiles, the fabrics that are used there, many of which will come around back in fashion again. And it's sometimes really good to see and get inspiration from some of those historical places and other other interiors that you might come across as you travel. My final favourite place to get interiors inspiration is from old interiors books and magazines. I've got an amazing Jasper Conran book from the 80s that's got some brilliant ideas in it even now. So get to your library, have a look in charity shops and markets because there is a wealth of inspiration in uh, vintage interiors books. <laughs> So they are some of my favourite places to get interiors inspiration. But I think the main thing is that it needs to start with you. In order for it to feel like a really good representation of who you are and your values, then you need to 
spend a bit of time drilling down into some of the things, the, the textures, the colors, the homes and the styles that you've always loved since you were a child. And if you do that, you can rest assured that your homes will always feel like a, a true and unique reflection of who you are. And that unique part is really important, isn't it? It's so, so easy to create a home that looks like every other home you come across on Instagram or Pinterest. But when you create a home that's really based on the things you've always loved and your values, it's guaranteed to feel more unique. So good luck finding inspiration and see you next time. <laughs>